am your host, Adolfo Ferranda, at NerdStalker on Twitter, today with a very special guest. Eric Bula is a senior Agile consultant, regularly pairs with certified Scrum trainers, and he's an expert in Agile, business agility, and organizational transformations. He's also the author of the first book in .NET and Spanish back in 2002, speaker in many international events, and recently ran a webinar about uh, enterprise social systems for Scrum Alliance. He organized the first Scrum Day in Chile and Valencia, and uh, Eric has served as a trusted advisor over the past 22 years for the following leading companies. There's a ton of them here. Latam Airlines Chile, Microsoft Iberica, uh, Ministry of Defense Spain, British Telecom UK, London Stock Exchange, Indra Spain, MasterCard Uruguay, AXA Insurances Mediterranean Spain, and many more companies in Malta and New Zealand. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you. Where are you anyways? You're in New Zealand right now. That's what you said, Yeah, right? I'm in New Zealand, yes. In Auckland, Auckland City at the moment. Wow, wow. I hear it's wonderful there. Yeah, yeah, except for winter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Eric, let's get to it. Okay, Great. so one of the biggest jobs for a product owner is uh, to say no, metaphorically or literally. Uh, tell me, in your experience, how often do you see a product owner say no? And to what title, for example, CEO, owner, VP, or other? How they should do it, and uh, what are the desired outcomes? Well, that's a great question. Uh, the first thing we need to understand what no means. It's different in an agile organization than in a traditional one. No in a traditional company probably means that we won't be able to take that on board. And if we are talking about um, technical requirements, it means that we are not going to do it. That's simple. So if we are talking about a new idea, it means that we are not going to do that or we're not going to take that idea on board. So traditional companies are also plant-based, so it's harder to take changes on board, especially if we are in the middle of a fiscal year, and you probably know about that. So we mm -hmm. need to understand some of the core characteristics of the uh, agile or modern companies, and say no is a crucial skill, especially for product owners. So imagine that someone asks for some requirements, something to be added into your product. So. Let's talk about some new new requests. So how we can say no, in fact, without saying no at all. And we need to understand how Agile works and how, how Scrum works and Kanban works and, 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 and the vision and, and, and the roadmap. So first of all, when we're talking about an Agile company, we need a clear vision for our, our product. So, and here we're talking about a vision which is shared and probably has to be understood by everyone and has to be inspiring. So, Many times when we see a requirement which doesn't comply really with the current vision, we need to do something. And in Agile, we have two options. The first one is about saying that it doesn't comply with the current vision and ask the person to review the request and, and come back with a different idea or a new one, for example. And the second one is, is just about changing the vision. So if the person wants to take that on board and doesn't comply with the vision, we need to change the vision. But Changing the vision is not that easy, mm -hmm. so we generally need to organize a workshop and invite all the stakeholders, the product owner, it has to be there, the team, and they have to come to some kind of shared agreement about the new vision. So unless it's someone with a lot of power, let's say the CEO asking for that requirement, mm -hmm. then they could probably don't feel comfortable about the situation and try to reshape the request. So as a general rule, you don't generally change your vision without reviewing your current strategy. So in here, you don't really need to say no, but you need to make sure that the requests are complied with your vision. And we have a second scenario, which is slightly similar, which is with the roadmap. Right. Uh, someone again asks for something, and then it doesn't comply with the goals defined on your roadmap. 
So imagine that the request doesn't comply with your current roadmap and companies generally review the roadmap every a few months. So they could probably need to wait for the next review to see if you're going to change the right direction you are going. Mm-hmm. And that's similar to the previous one. And I could say the third scenario is something that which really complies with the roadmap and, and, and the vision. So you can't say no here. And here you have, again, a couple of options. The, the first one is obviously to say no and explain why. Always explain why you are saying no. But you have to add it to your backlog. But the great product owners generally know a lot of techniques to prioritize your, the backlog. So it should be easy for the product owner to explain why the feature or the new feature is going to be placed at the bottom, in the middle, or, or, or high priority. A couple of weeks ago, I was teaching um, a group of product owners about different techniques. We, we got approximately 10 different techniques to prioritize the, the product owner. So the first part here, you have three different scenarios uh, without saying no, but there are some specific situations that has to be used. Uh, you have to really say no, it's part, part of your work. So, and we need to understand for that the product owner uh, role very well. As the product owner is the person respo- responsible for delivering value, Anything blocking the business value has to re- be probably removed or has to be removed as soon as possible from, from the um, value chain. For example, if a product owner sees an increase in organization and complex, complexity, uh, let's say add, someone adding new rules or perhaps changing the organization in a way that is going to decrease the business value produced by the team or by the teams. So it has to be stopped as soon as possible. And now here, I think it is it's the only option. So if you see that someone adds new rules, that we see that specifically in traditional companies using Scrum, everyone wants new reports and want to add new rules, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. uh, or new metrics, for example, and we have to say no. And the, the second scenario here are behaviors which basically um, go against the team's values or the organization values. And here we can see that, for example, someone want to measure the teams in a way that is not in a natural way, and it's going to affect the whole value network. And when we are talking about the whole value network, we're talking from since someone came up with an idea until um, you deliver that service, all the people involved. So um, I, I've seen this plenty of times. For example, management wanted um, asking me to come to um, a, a retrospective, for example, or the CEO wanted to come to a retrospective. So in here, you have to say no. So if you don't stop this kind of behaviors, then uh, you are not gonna, never gonna reach um, a point where your 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 team feels safe. And the last scenario is when you have very low priority activities. You can see that people generally have a lot of meetings, mm-hmm. uh, which consume generally a lot of time. So it's really important to say no to these kind of activities that they are generally time suckers. So I know it's difficult to say no if the requirement is coming from the CEO, but you have to have a consistent behaviors. So the first group of actions, you know, is are related to when you say no without saying no, are related to product features. You can say no without, in fact, saying no. Mm-hmm. Just using um, all the Scrum and Agile ecosystem, the vision, the, the, the roadmap, and the backlog, and their dynamics. And the, and the second one are related to behaviors. And in here, it's important that you say no. You have to practice it. So would so you say would that, you say it's, that rare it's rare to say no? Uh, yes, it's generally rare to say no, and um, it's generally difficult for them. So today we're going to see a couple of techniques that are going to help the, the product owner communicating that no. So Eric, how do you help product owners learn and communicate the no news to authority figures and otherwise? 
Uh, well, in my experience, and when you're transitioning from the traditional organization to the agile one, um, there is a lot of friction. I've seen many managers don't understand very well the PO's role, and that does lead to many misunderstandings. So in general, when I'm helping companies, that's one of the first things you should do. You should help middle management to understand the role very well. What we try to do here is try to make sure that when we have new POs, you also have um, the Scrum Masters management and the sponsor for the initiative trying to reinforce this visibility and the role. And that's a very important thing. And generally, you need to have a lot of support from all these people around. In my experience, also different based on the country. For example, when you have something in, in, in New Zealand, in, for example, let's imagine a scenario where they, nobody understands the peer, the peer role very well. Mm -hmm. So um, when you're in New Zealand, people like stories. You have to tell what the, the role does in terms of stories. In mm -hmm. other countries, it's more oriented to numbers and to facts and why we do that and why the role works in this way. It depends really on, on, on the country. For example, what I do in, if I work in, in Spain or in, in South America or even in America, then we try to go for facts. Well, the reason why we work in this way and the role is in this way is because we want to achieve this. And then we try to show also some, for example, the Kiosk report, which try to mm -hmm. show some numbers and try to see why we have that role. Well, if you are probably in Australia or in New Zealand, uh, you go through different stories um, and you have to tell people about the stories and you have to explain why you should not be uh, afraid of communicating a no. But for that to happen, people feel, need to feel safe and well supported. As we said before, um, when we have new product owners, we need to make sure that we have the Scrum Master and especially uh, the person supporting the initiative, just making sure that you have the structures supporting that product owner and, and people have to feel safe in here. And a way to um, convey the no is generally making sure that before trying to convey a no, you make sure that you have a conversation with the, the um, sponsor for the initiative and you have the right structures. So everyone understand very well what is happening in some of the companies for example after making a no decision they discuss that in a scrum of a scrum so in certain meetings with management mm -hmm. so everyone around understand what's happening there and they can properly support uh, the product owner so can you share uh, some of the techniques and approaches you use to convey the message that something is not possible well sure if we if we, if we are using the scrum sometimes you can convey a message by using the artifacts, the burn up or burn down of the velocity charge, mm -hmm. as they probably support very good conversation. A typical scenario where the team is not able to finish with the user stories, for example, and the, the product owner has to tell the stakeholders that they, they were not able to finish with that. That's a no message, obviously. And, and we need to make sure in here that we work with different techniques to improve visibility. Uh, we can use Kanban boards, we can make the, pro, uh, the, the progress visible, uh, we can make the technical depth visible, sure that everyone understands and know and know how to read this chart and how to read the information. And as much as you can, do not use emails to convey information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I, I remember a long time ago in a company with very, very low visibility. The first day I went there, I just canceled my email. So everyone had to talk to me. <laughs> I was a little bit strange, but, they, but but it worked very very well. And in fact, wow. some people say, "Well, how are you going to interact with people with remote?" Well, use a Skype face-to-face communication. And I'm going to share with you. I was having a conversation with Stefan Sonjen, 
who's um, an agile coach here in New Zealand. And we were discussing about seven important points about mm -hmm. conveying a no message. So try to listen carefully now. The first one is that saying no requires you to accept that saying no can be a hard thing, but it's also a hard thing for you, but also for the other people. The second one, it, it doesn't make you a bad person, so there is no reason to feel guilty. The, yeah, this is a very important thing, right? Yes. Um, the third one is it's not cruel. It's not a cruel thing. It's not yeah. a you you um you are not uh, being selfish, unprofessional, or rude. If that's the case, what I generally do is try to create some working agreement with the rest of the people around, so to support your no. So if people don't feel comfortable about saying no, then we need to see why. Perhaps we just um, create some working agreement so people feel safe. And that's a very, very important thing. The next one is that um, saying no is part of uh, accepting the power and the importance of being a product owner. And mm -hmm. that's something you, you need to practice. When you're afraid of uh, saying no, you're probably feeling an anti-pattern that we generally see in companies, which is called disease to please. If you have kids, for example, um, learn how easy for them to say no, especially if, you, if, you, if they have less than four years old and try to ah. um, pay attention why older kids don't generally say no. Mm -hmm. and, and the last part, which is very important, is avoid being tired or sick, as people could associate that with the answer. So but the most important here is to distinguish between the person making the request and the, the attribute for the request being made. So you can always change your mind in the journey, learning this journey. And in my experience, a good idea to practice and, and don't laugh at this in front of the mirror. Yeah, no, for sure. That's how so actors it, do it. And yeah, yeah exactly. that's how people why, 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 why not? Yeah. So I generally recommend practitioners to do it. So if you are doing some pairing, for example, ask the other person for feedback and remember, if you say no, be ready to um, make a counteroffer. And don't forget that you always want to convey a message, a no, in, a, in an environment where you feel safe. And there is a, a great book that um, I don't know if you have heard of it. It's from Patrick Leonzioni called The Advantage. Hmm. No, I haven't. Great. Uh, that, that, that's a great book. And I'm going to share this uh, framework to make healthy organizations. And I'm going to um, share the framework for free. So it has basically four repetitive actions to make sure that the organization grow in a healthy way and that supports your nose. And the first one is about building a cohesive leadership, uh, leadership team. If, especially if you're running a transformation and you're a brand new product owner, try to make sure there is a, a, a leadership team underneath just supporting you. Uh, otherwise, nobody's going to support your no's. And the second is about creating clarity. When we say no, make sure that everyone understands and make sure that you have the right behaviors and try to make sure that if there are no good behaviors, try to address them with the sponsor for the initiative. Uh, the third part of this framework is about over-communicating clarity. So make sure that the same message is repeated once and again and again and again and the same behaviors. As I said, you have to be consistent with your behaviors. And the fourth is about reinforcing clarity. And in here, you can use all the scrum techniques and everything that you have in Agile to make sure that improve visibility. But um, I really recommend, you know, if you haven't read this book, it's a great opportunity for you to make sure that you understand how a healthy organization works as you always want to say no in a healthy organization. You want to feel safe, right, when you say no. So, Eric, for the listeners and everyone, where can we get more information about you and what you're up to? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can contact me on, on LinkedIn. 
in E-R-I-C-H, B from Bravo, U-H-L-E-R, and we can be in touch. Actually supporting some communities in Latin America and, and Spain mainly, and now I'm in New Zealand. Well, thanks so much. Okay, and great. Thank you.